As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Pure Bracket Wisdom is brought to you by Pure Hoops Media. Here's the man who runs all the numbers and cracks the codes for bracket success, Ed Feng. As usual, Kentucky came into the season with a lot of hype. They had a mixture of the usual highly touted freshmen, but also some players with some actual college basketball experience. Then they got smacked down in their opener against Duke. Kentucky suffered a humiliating 34-point defeat to the hands of Zion Williamson and company. They've bounced back since then. They got some good wins over North Carolina and Kansas. They've been strong in SEC play. But at 8th in my team rankings heading into the SEC tournament, this team doesn't really scare you, at least by the numbers. However, there's another predictor that likes Kentucky. It's counterintuitive, but it's useful in helping make predictions. Let me explain. Welcome to another episode of the Pure Bracket Wisdom Podcast. My name is Ed Fang, founder of The Power Rank. Kentucky began the season second in the preseason AP poll, behind only Kansas. Everyone forgot about that after the Duke game, but maybe you shouldn't have. The preseason AP poll is a remarkable predictor of tournament success. And to show this, consider a simple test. How often does the higher-ranked team in the preseason AP poll win a tournament game? Usually you think of the preseason poll in terms of the top 25 teams, but those are only the 25 teams that get the most points from the pollsters. You can actually rank more teams based on how many points they get, and that usually gives you a rank for about 50 teams. So in this simple model, a ranked team is predicted to beat an unranked team, and no prediction is made for two teams that are unranked in the preseason poll. From 2002 through 2018, the higher-ranked team in the preseason AP poll has won 71.3% of games. That's a remarkable rate. It's actually a touch higher than my team rankings, which consider data from the season. In that same 17-year stretch, the higher-ranked team in my team rankings have won 71.2% of games. Now note, it's not exactly a fair comparison. The AP poll doesn't make a prediction on two teams that were not ranked in that poll, and that's about 10% of tournament games. We can also ask how well this preseason AP poll stacks up in predicting which teams will make a deep run in the tournament. Since 2002, 34% of Final Four teams have been ranked in the top four of the preseason AP poll. That's competitive with the 37% of Final Four teams that were in the top four of my computer rankings. So this difference amounts to about two teams over that 17-year stretch. What about champion? Remember, this is the most important choice you're going to make in your bracket. Well, nine of the past 17 champions have been in the top four of the preseason AP poll. When you look at my computer rankings, 11 of the past 17 champions have been in the top four. So in predicting which teams are going to go deep, analytics has an edge. But the preseason poll is still a competitive predictor. And it's really counterintuitive. It really has no right to be this good a predictor. The preseason poll doesn't consider any results from the current season. 
But what it does do is it harnesses the wisdom of crowds. No one ballot is perfect, as it incorporates the biases of that particular pollster. There might be some bias due to regional-specific information. However, the combination of 65 pollsters leads to an accurate assessment of team strength. This isn't a secret in the analytics community. Nate Silver did this research a long time ago, and he's been using the preseason polls in his March Madness prediction for years. And the preseason poll isn't perfect by any means. Kansas was the number one team this season, and they've struggled this season, partially due to injuries, but they've still been a disappointment. But Kentucky was right behind them. The preseason polls suggest that the Wildcats have talent, perhaps even more than Gonzaga, Duke, and Virginia, the three teams that were ranked right behind them in that preseason poll. Let's get into the players that made the preseason pollsters think that this Kentucky team could win it all. When I talked to Adam Stanko of Pure Hoops Media, he told me that Kentucky might have more NBA talent than any other college basketball team. Let's break this down. I've sorted their players based on how they stack up in ESPN's latest mock NBA draft for the 2019 season. So their top player is Keldon Johnson. He's a six-foot, six-inch wing player. He's projected as a lottery pick. He makes a very respectable 39% of his three-point shots. He's hitting 50% of his two-point shots, also a pretty good rate. He's no DeAndre Hunter, as I talked about in the Virginia episode, but Johnson is a clear talent and someone that can help Kentucky make a deep run. Next, there's P.J. Washington. He's a six-foot, eight-inch big. He's a post player that likes to get the ball down low and take a right-handed hook shot. He's making 55% of his two-point shots. He flirted with the NBA draft last year, but decided to come back to school, and now his stock has risen. He's slated to go in the first round. Next is Tyler Hero. He's a six-foot, five-inch wing player. He has the ability to make the three, and his percentage from three has risen to 37% in the late part of the season. He's hit more of his shots lately, and you could probably tell that because he's a really good foul shooter. He's making 94% of his free throws. Hero can also get in the lane. He likes to take a little floater over taller defenders. And ESPN has Hero slated as an early second-round pick. Now, the next player is freshman point guard Ashton Hagens. He stands six foot three inches, and he's hitting a very respectable 54% on his two-point shots. On ESPN, he's listed as a second-round pick. Some other mock drafts have him in the first round. So again, another talent. On this Kentucky team, we haven't even talked about two of their big guys. EJ Montgomery is a six foot ten inch freshman, and Nick Richards is a six foot eleven inch sophomore. Both these guys are great athletes and might have more potential than the guys that I've already talked about. And we haven't even talked about Reed Travis. He was a two-time first-team All-Pac-12 player when he was at Stanford. He thought about going into the draft, but instead decided to take a grad transfer to Kentucky this year. He's been hurt, but if he returns for the tournament, Kentucky's even going to be more of a threat. It's counterintuitive that the preseason polls are a good predictor of tournament success. However, it's true. It harnesses the wisdom of crowds. And even though it has no data from the current season, it has the ability to identify teams with a lot of talent. We've gone over this talent for Kentucky. And these are the players that put them second in the preseason poll, ahead of tournament favorites like Gonzaga, Duke, and Virginia. Kentucky's not going to sneak up on anyone. Heading into the SEC tournament, they look like they could be a one seed. 
And when you look up and down their lineup, perhaps that shouldn't surprise anyone at all. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Pure Bracket Wisdom Podcast. My name is Ed Fang, founder of The Power Rank. Just a reminder, my March Madness cheat sheet makes it drop that easy for you to copy my favorites bracket. To get this free service, sign up for my email newsletter at thepowerrank.com. That is my site for better March Madness predictions through analytics. That's thepowerrank.com. If you like what you're hearing on Pure Bracket Wisdom, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps the show get discovered by others. You can do this by searching Pure Bracket Wisdom on Apple Podcasts. When you find the podcast, click on it. You can subscribe by pressing the subscribe button. To leave a rating and review, you have to scroll down a little bit, but you'll see the five stars there, and you can leave an honest rating and a review. The Pure Bracket Wisdom Podcast is a presentation of Pure Hoops Media. There are three other shows that you definitely want to check out. The Mike Wise Show appears on Mondays. Journalist and storyteller Mike Wise interviews the biggest influencers in basketball. Catch and Shoot appears on Wednesdays. Adam Stanko and Noah Kozlov, two of the sharpest basketball minds, tackle the biggest stories and chat with the most interesting people. The Pure Hoops podcast appears on Friday. Join three-time NBA champion BJ Armstrong and Eric Newman for the insider perspective. (laughs) 